Hi, I'm Kenna Danielle, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right. You're on Dick and Skippy here on Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting live from the downtown Conroe studios. Hanging out in the studio with me is Sean Skippy. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. It is February 28th, 2020, last day of early voting, folks. <clears throat> and the penultimate day of February, amazingly. Uh, we in a leap year. Hold on, say that again, what? The penultimate day... Uh, February, because this is a leap year, so we have February 29th tomorrow. Oh, we never usually do that? No. 30 days, half September, April, June, and November. Uh, you know what? I don't pay attention to those things. I do. See, I do the knuckle thing. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. You, you know, you count. If there's a knuckle, the it's, thir- it's 31 days. If it's between your knuckles, it's 30. So you go January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Oh. Yeah, that's how you can tell. Cool. If it's got 30 Glad days. Glad that lesson from... From Sullivan Elementary <laughs> yeah, School. Yeah, stuck with you for this long. <laughs> for this many decades. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the classics the, never die. Yeah. The early voting guy, mctx.org slash election to see where you can go to the early polling vote, voting thing. Yeah, and all then, uh, uh, all polling locations in Montgomery County are open, are to, open anybody. to anyone until 7 o'clock tonight. Now, that means if you're in line at 7, you still get to vote, even if it's an hour-long line, if you can't vote till late. But as long as you're in line at, at 7 o'clock, that's where they say, okay. And they're, they're serious about it. You know, the election officials take their jobs very yeah. seriously. Uh, you can take in all printed material that's given because to you. Because of all the corruption that goes all on the in Montgomery County. But, Can't uh, believe all the <clears throat> corruption we're swimming around these days. It. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, so I early voted. Have you Have you early voted yet? No, I'm going to go today. Awesome. And so is the missus. But I took my mom the other day. I always wait to the last moment because... Well, here's the thing. If you're voting on the Democrat ticket, because, you know, for a primary, you choose which party yeah. you want to vote for... I would have waited. I know several people wanted to take their votes back because they voted for Bloomberg, and then the next night was Bloomberg's first debate, uh, and they realized, uh-oh, can I get my vote back? that bad. The first debate. I mean, he showed up. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, <laughs> but many candidates get, didn't because you, they, didn't buy the, they didn't change the rules and buy their points? way in. But since I voted for the primary for the Republican ticket, there are no debates. So I pretty much knew, you know, you uh, know and all the October boring. surprises would have happened. I thought you were going to have fun with it. No, nope, but way. my mom and I pulled up, and I That's purposely boring, man. parked. What are, you, what are you doing with yourself? I purposely parked on the far side of the parking lot so we'd have to walk and, like, run the gauntlet. And so we're getting swarmed uh, by candidates, people. which I love because, you know. You love being touched? I do. Don't we all? But I also love engaging man. with candidates. So uh, you can ask questions. And same thing with my mom. She was really enjoying it. She got to meet. Several candidates of varying parties, and of course you have. Who's your favorite candidate? You met, yeah. They, how, who touched the best? Um, our our our, our judge guy, Car. Oh shoot, Robert Kar- Karpowski, Karzinski, Karpowski. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Bob. Kar- Bob. I'm mangling your name, dude. 
Um, he was Kapper, there. Kapper's Nick Gate. Ka- yeah, Casper, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm like blanking. Casper Zach. Casper Zach. Casper Zach. Yeah. Anyhow, he was there. And Polish people. As he's so talking weird. to me and my mom, he's, he's giving me the look. I'm like, Skippy from the radio. Oh, my God, yeah. So he was really cool about that. Uh, he was out there doing his thing. Uh, several candidates were. And it's funny to where people, like, first question people ask me is, what ticket are you voting on? And we said, you know, Republican. And even then, I'd get two or three representatives from candidates, not really the candidates themselves, but representatives going, well, you know, that person – Oh yeah, sleeps with goats. You know, Are you that, no, well, no, but I'm just that kind of oh, well, talking I wanna, about. I should, you should have recorded. They it. didn't. That person didn't come to uh, the 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 meeting last Tuesday. He didn't come to the sacrifice. Yeah, <laughs> he sacrificed his third daughter. And I got a flashback to my college days. One year, I ran for student senate. Student. Oh government. yeah, is that when you learned the calendar trick? The calendar trick. Yeah. Well, yeah. what I learned was that's what, that was your threatening. That when that's your threat to people, be like, let me show you this cool trick I learned. See this fist? <laughs> See these knuckles? See my knuckles? Just let me show you. Let me the January, February. Everything in between. Now, what I did learn. This is why you're hitting them? Was there's people walking into, up to the polls when I was running for student government. I was, like, getting in their face. Yeah, vote for me. Vote for me. Well, I'm like, you know. And so so many people would say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to vote for you. And I'm like, all right, I got that one. And I was really obnoxious about it, thinking, you know, this squeaky gonna wheel win. gets degrees. And then the results came in. They showed me the results, and I think I had, like, four people vote for me. I'm like, but they all said they were going to vote. And I realized people are dirt. more people were voting against me. They were voting for the less obnoxious candidate. Not necessarily. If I'd actually, garbage. If I just actually kind of stuck to, hey, this is what I want to do for you. Um, what's your platform for? Yeah, uh, what's the platform? That's why I became a very platform-driven uh, polit- politico at that moment, realizing I was the Dick Cheney to my best friend when he ran. You shot him in the face? No, I, I took care of all the, the finances. Oh, I okay. made sure I made sure he won. You were the treasure. Ah, there you and go. And then I made sure we we made a lot of money. So as, I, as a student body. But I learned that, and so at the polling place with my mom the other day, there were some situations where I'm trying to figure out how to best phrase this, based on a couple of representatives how they were not talking so much about their candidate but the failures of the other candidates. Okay. It, my thought was if you can't run on your own strengths, you know. You, well, you they're know, probably not experienced enough. Then were they were like. That's where that, you tell your representative, they, I appreciate Were they talking about like, Eric? No, his name never came up. He, yeah, he, he wasn't I saw there. the other day. He yeah, did. he punked out on us, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I'm sad. Yeah, I think he was well, in court, he, though. Well, well, he's in court, but then he's also running, so he's probably doing a lot of other stuff. Yeah. I'm uh, not judging, but yes. But, but there I, were some people that I got, you know, you get the... You should judge. You're, already is, ju- you're judging everyone This is else. our official... This is who we endorse, and this is who we endorse. And actually, uh, I used one of them as to, okay, this is who I'm not going to vote for. Oh, they're or, that extreme? Yeah. Is it like a tea party or something? I, I'm going to... Should we do one The right Dick, of secret we, ballot? We is should a, do one called Dick's Picks. Dick's and people, Picks. And then like... <laughs> and just... Yeah. And but yes. make sure my name's really big. And we're like, <laughs> what, who's passing around this smut? And then, uh, Dick, okay, come, come the general this, yeah. this autumn. We are going to do Dick's picks. This is who I picked. That's exactly how'd what you, we're going to do. How did you come to the conclusion of picking your candidates? I threw darts at their face. <laughs> On a board, no, I, I threw <laughs> darts at their <laughs> face. They were walking down the street. I had a dart. Uh, I took the shot. Yeah. Take the shot, Mav. You're on the list. <laughs> But anyhow, but I hope people get out an early vote because one thing that's uh, yes, well the numbers are coming. One thing that numbers sucks are pretty strong is on Tuesday. If I don't know if they changed the rules yet, but you have to vote on Tuesday 
at your registered mm-hmm. location. So you can't. That's just, always a thing. Like right now, I'm gonna walk, I'm literally going to walk down the street, drink my bean punk coffee, mm-hmm. and then wait in like the 10 second line, vote, come back out, and then go get some more bean punk coffee and come back to the studio. But like you could go do that today. But I'm registered. Yeah. I don't know where. I come Tuesday, I you'll have I'm, to go. I never day voted, so I really don't even know where it is. If I uh, had to. It, again, it depends, a lot of it depends on the election, but this national one, since this is actually a national primary. Is it? Yeah, because you'll be voting all those the way. Pe- uh, now this those is, people in the debate don't seem to be acting that way. Now, if anyone's listening in, answer me this, because to my knowledge, it's the first time I've seen this in a primary, but I could have just not noticed it before. So on the ticket, like for president, and it had, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so. Who's, who's, running for, who's running for president? There's about 10 people on the list. Really? Yeah, this is for the Republican ticket, you know, because this is where you get your fringe candidates or your, your, your when I say wannabes, I don't mean that bad. You know, someone who... Do you recognize any of the other people? Uh, a couple of names I sort of kind of recognize, but I didn't... Is it fo- Joe Walsh? I remember, yeah, I Joe remember seeing him on TV yep. yelling about something. Yeah, Joe Walsh. Is this like Eagles Joe Walsh? No. Okay, is well. his name Joe Walsh? Yeah, it's Joe Walsh because okay. I saw it. I'm like, oh, dude, Joe Walsh is running. Where's uh, Glenn Fry? But he's dead, isn't he? Glenn Fry, yeah, Glenn Fry died. That's right. Who's he? Don Henley. That's the one. Yeah. He's still alive. But at the bottom of the I'll tell you where he presidential is. He's at the slate. Yeah, right. At the bottom of the presidential slate, it said uncommitted. You could actually say I'm uncommitted for the presidential. Which yeah. I, I'm a fan of because it's way too early. When you have a presumptive nominee in the, on in the on the ticket. Yeah. You know, Donald Trump is a presumptive nominee because he is the sitting president. They just want it for stats. But that's yeah. But if I go, if, if I go vote right now, uh-huh. and I go say I want to vote, vote for the uh, what do you call it, the Democratic Party? Yeah. Do I have to be? Am I on a list? Nope. Will they put me on a list? Nope. Okay, I don't want anyone. There's no remember stuff. there aren't registered parties in Texas. You don't say I'm a registered Republican okay, or registered cool. Democrat. And in a general, I've never voted straight ticket. But in a primary, you have to choose one. And what they'll do, they'll ask you what ticket you, they, they have in front of you. Sure, I won't be on a list. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure I'm going to be on a list no. if I walk in there. Just no, walking okay. in there, I'm going to okay. get on a list. You're, you're okay. okay. I'm afraid. I don't like getting on a list, man. You know your NSF, NSA files are already like, you know, eight inches thick. No. But you know what I realized, what I hate about networking, is now it's now apparently okay when you meet people and you give them their card, they'll put you in their database and then you'll just start getting all this mail. Yeah. And locally, here, locally. I'm like, I didn't ask for this leaflet. Why am I getting this leaflet? I met you like a year ago. They're putting me on lists, man. Yeah, well, that's and, revenge for you well, putting the politicians on your Dick's list. Picks, you're going to be on a list. Dick's picks. That's right. Yeah. We are so doing that for. I'm telling you. It's going to be good. For the general. Because people so, need to be told who to vote for. <laughs> they do. So do, if you can, early vote today. Please do. Yeah, uh, is Jay on the ticket? On the Democrat ticket, uh, yeah. Okay. That's why I was asking about mm-hmm. kind of going there. Yeah, so I could neither vote for nor against Jay because he was on the ticket that I didn't vote for. Is he running unopposed? I don't believe so. Okay. All right. So we should call see. me Jay. I would take care of it. <laughs> Somebody's brakes wouldn't have been working. Yeah, be opposed, you're running unopposed now, my friend. Yeah. Anyhow, so do, do vote. Get in line by 7 o'clock. And uh, uh, please vote on Tuesday if you can't vote today. Yeah. And there we go. And then uh, in May, there's uh, more elections. I think we have, like, Conroe City Council and mayor 
in May. I do know that yeah, Oak Ridge North and Shenandoah me. races, the incumbents are all running unopposed, on on so it's going to be a really simple process Someone just for needs them. to vote for them. Right. If you, can't vote for, if you can't garner one vote for yourself, then you don't need to be in, on Shenandoah City Council. Yeah, I think we're going to get some of the city council people in, for Conroe in here. Nice. They've been reaching out. Very nice. So, so that'll go down in you know, May. all those hard-hitting questions. Because I, I, what I love about uh, local politics is everyone just wants to yell at the SJRA. And so everyone thinks if you're in government, you know you work for the SJRA. And it's like, what about my water bills? Right? Am I, yeah. Because, I mean, it, that happens all the time. It's an agency, much like NASA is an agency. You don't... They took Nazis. <coughs> yeah, so, they did. So, I mean, just like the SJRA. Yeah. <laughs> And we've we've asked uh, him, what's that Bechdel test for Hitler? You know how many arguments you can go before it's uh, you invoke Hitler's name? Oh, I don't know. I mean, just say That's Trump. Nice test. Just say Trump. He, that that took the test off a new to a new level. Just say Trump, and people will call you a Hitler. Nazi. But uh, you know, speaking of Hitler, I've been watching. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Hitler, <laughs> I've been watching that Hunter show with uh, Al Pacino on Amazon, where they. Uh, it's a group of Jewish hunters. Are they hunters, Nazi hunters? Are Nazi they, hunters, I guess. Okay, so they're Jewish Nazi hunters. Yeah. I've only well, seen... Well, no, I don't think they're all Jewish. That was the only thing I didn't really get, but... Uh, okay, but they are Nazi hunters. Yeah. I, I saw the... By the way, uh, the Jay it. just piped up, so we know he's listening. He is running on a post on the, on the primary. Uh, awesome. So I don't have to go vote. Thank you. Uh, all right. Oh, is that... You were going to just well, go there and vote you know for what? Jay? That's you know, sweet. I just want to go in and just... You, you want to exercise your right to vote? Yeah, support, I'm supporting troops at the same time, right? Yeah. So. Supporting a vote for Jay would be a vote for veterans. Trying to get it all. <laughs> I did my good. Do team. you hit every hot button topic known to mankind, or are you all these things rolled into one? Then you get our vote. But no, but I, I've been watching the hunters, and it's not bad. It's not. Uh, it's not great either. There's. It's strange because when you have a topic that is so, I mean, like I was shadowed with. I don't know. Like I don't know the Holocaust and all that stuff is very dark. And they have some. <laughs> yeah, you they have they have some elements that it's such are a downer. Goofy or kind of goofy, and I can see some people going like it's making not making fun of the Holocaust, but it's taking it too lighthearted. And it depends. Okay, it depends if you're in depth hands or not. Now, I'm not the world's biggest Tarantino fan. Quentin well, Tarantino. No, it's very it's very stylistic like that. But like that showed. Oh, or um. The uh, Mel Brooks movie uh, with, with his wife. No, not the producer. Well, you got that. But before that, uh, to have and have not. Okay. Uh, uh, same thing. So when, how can I phrase this? When a Jew does a satire or a, a cutting, you know, a comedic take on the Holocaust, yeah. I think it's something to be listened to because you get that unique perspective. Yeah. If, well, I mean, if that makes sense. well, I'm just saying this. They they take a lot of liberties. I can tell. Well, because you know, uh, Holly's Jewish. I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, Did you convert? No. Do you mean do anything? I told her. <laughs> I told her we'll just take advantage of the children thing. When you have children, we can send them off to that school, and then they get you know scholarships. Send them off to Hebrew and school, yeah. scholarships, and I was like, let's take full advantage of that. I'm okay with that. You have and to I'll pay be, for the bar and bat mitzvahs. So, no, well, okay, this is where we get into This is going to get into a hot topic discussion because I have discussion with Holly all the time. So uh, she was previously engaged before I met her. Like She converted for someone else, she right? Converted, That's right. And she did everything. Mm-hmm. Like she, her name is, I forgot like what she called Rachel. She knows all the terminology. She knows all this stuff. Okay. She went to the school for, you know, two years or whatever. It was a long process. And I go, do people still see you since you didn't get married to them? 
do people do the does the Jew does a Jewish con- like Congress recognize you still? It's just, it's just like just depends on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. And because like I'm in, I am in the book that's somewhere like the day I'm part of the database now. Well, it's like my first marriage. Uh, she was Catholic, but we didn't have a Catholic wedding. So after we got divorced. I got this letter from the diocese saying, well, since there wasn't a priest there, it wasn't viewed by the Catholic Church, so your wedding's been annulled. My wife wanted to get remarried, and that was apparently how you get church permission to That's do that. Weird. So Yeah. So she knows, like, so we're watching, and she knows all the, the language when, you know, when they talk, when they speak in Hebrew, and especially, like, the meaning behind it. And uh, it was really interesting from her perspective, but I can, I can see some people are like, man, this is too lighthearted. But then again, it was still funny. It, again, and it has Ted Mosby from. Uh, oh, Josh Radner. Yeah, he's in it. I did not recognize him at first. I was like, "Isn't that the guy from How I Met Your Mother?" Okay. So uh, he's in it. It's nice that he's still working. I guess. Yeah. After well, he had a he had a nine-year horrible TV show. Oh hush, that was a good. It was a horrible. It TV couldn't have show. ended any other way. So, but yeah, this is uh, Hunters. Okay, so right. I'll, I'll check it out. Um, I myself. Uh, the missus and I are watching Lost. I'm watching it again, but this is her first time, so I'm enjoying her freaking out as things happen. Uh, Were you watching it on, like, Disney Plus or something? Uh, no, it's on Hulu. Okay. Cool. For now. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a Disney show, right? Yeah. Well, it was ABC. Or oh, the so. Overlords. Is that the Overlords show? Is that a Disney Overlords? No, there were no Overlords. There was Jacob and... Well, the Bob Iger stepped down. Well, who? Bob, yeah, Bob, uh, yeah. So you know what my conspiracy theory is on it? What's that? I think the coronavirus is going to heavily damage the earnings of Disney. And he stepped down before it happened so he couldn't get blamed or get that black mark on his on his resume. That's because I knew he was already stepping down, but this is why he did it like effective immediately. It's that's, that's possible. My I don't think so. Think about who possible. makes all the Disney toys, China. Mm-hmm. Who sees all the Disney movies, China. Every... Child under the age of... Well, China gives them a, almost as much, or if not more, than what we do here Well, in China, it's like, you will go see this movie. Yeah, but they had such a big year last year, and now they're going to be... He's going to be rated on this year, and no one's... He's going to make like a fourth of what he probably would have made. So, and apparently that's what CEO world, you get fired for that stuff. So. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's... So that's my conspiracy theory. I'm sure he's got enough bank accounts to see him through. Oh, yeah. Lean times. Yeah, he probably took points off every Disney movie in the theater last year. He's like, oh, don't pay me. Just give me two two points off of it. <laughs> so, You're right. For every Star Wars movie. Well, speaking of which, so if you remember I wrote a screenplay. I was commissioned to write a screenplay, and the film's been being shot over the last few months. Well, it wrapped yeah. this last weekend. Did the final scene yeah. for it. We had a wrap party. Is this, is this like one of those porno films you did? No, this is not one of the porno films okay. that I did. This is, this, this is a family film, uh, Bailey's Voice. Blaxploitation, is that how you pronounce it? Blaxploitation. No, yeah. not, it's not that... It's the uh, the. Is it a documentary? It is not a documentary. Is it? <laughs> keep going. I'm just gonna keep. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. So they wrapped it up, and that means it's gonna be on demand. They did a video on well, demand. Well, uh, they're, they're gonna start with uh, like festival entries uh, okay. and stuff like that, and see if you can find a distributor. And so this this is. The, is this when you hear the basketball coach? Please tell me it's the one you're about. No, coach. no, that no, that was oh, a, the announcer. Sorry. Yeah, I, that was the basketball announcer for another movie that's gonna hit Netflix. Okay. At some point, it usually wait. takes about a wait. year. I can't wait to watch that. Once you're done shooting, it takes up to a year to edit and post production. Everything. It's all the special effects you got to add in. Yeah, that's right. Make me look like I knew what I was talking about when I was talking about that basketball announcer stuff. Like, I, I guess, and he bounces. 
And he, he throws the ball. That, would you be disappointed they took you out board. and they got some guy to, like, record it, just the audio, so they B-rolled it over? If they want to, like, replace my voice? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. I got paid the same amount. No, that's true. <laughs> I was hoping that you'd be like, oh, man, that was my stardom. Was but the uh, – no, check out my MDB page. I got game. But I, I, after we wrapped, they asked for another uh, pitch meeting. Uh, so we had a... Are you making a sequel? Not a sequel, but another... I'm writing another screenplay now. And what happened, we were negotiating my fee for it. Oh. And so we came on a number... It just didn't roll over you like everyone else did? Oh, no, 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 no. It's... We very we came up with a very fair number, but then I said, plus one point. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. What's that? One percentage point. Well, they, they kind of knew, but it's like the first time... Because this has been... Uh, they're young. They're not college level. They're young, but you know this has been started. You know, lower budget films to the, the current one that's currently be shot now. Bailey, you know, significant money has gone into it. What would you say, like fifty grand? Not, not quite, but but more than ten. Okay, that's a good amount of money. Is that just paying people, or is that just the the coke parties afterwards? Like, <laughs> it's stunt coke, so you're okay. It's only stunt <laughs> coke. But so we're talking about this. So I had a fee for that one. <laughs> And they actually upped it because when that screenplay was supposed to be a short film, I turned it into a feature film. Yeah. So they, they paid me commensurate to that. They, they, uh, it was nice. I didn't even have to ask for it. With the, hey, you know, you wanted 30 pages, I gave you 70. They're right off the bat, they're like, We're, you know, we need to pay you more for that. So with this one, we, we came up with the price, and then I said, and I want one percentage point because I feel this next film is going to go places. I'm like a lot of places. Yeah. The because they had the idea for it, the basic you know, idea. I I never sent you that uh, roundtable CEO meeting thing. Did I ever send you that of Hollywood? No. So there was this interview. It made me think of you because uh, they had the CEO, or I don't think it was really a CEO. Whoever the person below the basically the con the guy who manages the projects, the executive director or whatever. Director it is. development is what it's called. Yeah, uh, or vice president of development. Yeah, they had the guy of Netflix. They had the guy of Paramount. They mm -hmm. had the Sony. They had the Amazon. They had the Disney. Hulu. And then uh, Amazon Prime. There was one more, but I forgot what Universal. Okay. And uh, they were chatting, uh, and they were in a roll round table. And they were talking about China and talking about movies. And they asked, "Hey, how? Did, what, what makes a movie go bad? Like, why? You know, end up being a bad movie?" And they said it all started with the screenwriting. Because that person creates the characters and all this stuff. So there you go. Maybe uh, Frequently it is. But, however, you can have an awesome script in the hands of an incompetent director. Well, yeah. But I mean, or you can have a competent director who's at the mercy of an incompetent cinematographer, the director of photography. Yeah, I feel actually. like those Transformer movies, there was something deeper there. And mm -hmm. I mean, Michael Bay just couldn't get it out. Sometimes yeah. it's just, you know, a, a perfect storm of, Screwery, <laughs> clustery, however you want to phrase it, to where things just. I I saw this wonderful documentary. T Terry Gilliam, you know, from Monty Python, was doing a Johnny Depp movie about Don Quixote. Yeah. And on the first day of shooting, they literally got one scene shot, and then a monsoon hit, and like literally washed everything away. Their their cars, their cameras. Okay. And so they had to shut down production for a while. And what they had, they had, when you do a film, there's usually someone there shooting BTS or behind the scenes, yeah. which is the guy with the handheld camera like, oh, here we are, first day of shooting. Well, that guy kept on rolling with everything, so eventually they decided to turn it into a documentary about how this went down because three months later they were able to come back, 
they tried to reenact some of the scenes, but the monsoon had changed the landscape so much, like the soil was a different color. They couldn't color match. So it's like, great, now we got to reshoot what we originally shot, but Johnny Depp's already moved on to another project, and, and it just kind of fell apart. And it's amazing watching this documentary. I blame Johnny. How it just falls apart where you they didn't have a chance. This was literally the first day of shooting. So you have that, and then you have just the script is bad or the script is good. And I'll take it the other way around, and I'll, I'll, I'll actually go out on a limb and say this. The same production company, which is Magic Fire Productions, I got involved with them because they were casting uh, a modern tale, uh, modern take on Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, I remember that. The screenplay, is that where in it, my it, professional it, opinion, was not up to par. I will phrase it like that. It was, it was very... It could have been written much better. Okay. And it was a bad script. Sorry. The but director. Who are you apologizing to? Well, the person you can't write? Yeah, right. <laughs> the director and the casting director, and the, by extension, the cast and crew, pulled together and produced a much better film than the screenplay would have allowed. Because, you know, the director said, I was okay. I'm to just give you a compliment, man. You don't have to, like, go, go on these tangents about. Why say it in 12 words when I can say it in 315? That's true. He's just a screenwriter. I am. Well, in a screenwriter, every word counts. You have to be careful about that. That's why I think when I'm not writing a screenplay... What do you think the screenwriter did for John Wick? He's just a bunch of interior scenes. Like, he's just an interior scene, you know. (laughs) That's it. Fight. Int, tunnel, night. uh, Lights flash is what comes through. Big gash on his forehead. You know, gun in each hand. Blaze. Yeah, go to Drew's Scriptorama. You can probably get the screenplays. I would love to read the, one of the John Wick screenplays because <laughs> you can get a sense. That's what I'm saying. It's up to the screenwriter to not just write dialogue and, you know, Bob enters and says this. It's you've got to, even in your writing, you have to inspire the director to kind of get a sense of the vision. Like this is a funny scene or this is a oh my gosh moment or something. So, yeah, a lot of it is incumbent on the on the screenwriter for sure. And usually if a film's bad, like seven, eight times out of ten, it's because it's a bad screenplay. All right. Well, lesson learned there, folks. There Keep you out when you when the movies come out. You gotta let us know. And oh, believe uh, me, there will be there will be skywriters. I'll have the the Cessna flying with the banner overhead. Oh, cool. You know, stripograms. But uh, come watch we're, Skippy uh, in his movie. We're gonna take our top of the hour break. Okay. Sean. Is it already? Yeah. It's nine fifty seven on the dot. We'll yeah. be back. You're listening to Dick and Skippy in the mornings. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpoint Coffee. Beanpoint Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com. See our complete list of special events. 
A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Have a legal question? Are you a resident of Montgomery County? Call 281-645-6344 to talk to a volunteer attorney from the Woodlands Bar Association. We answer the phones on the first Monday of every month at 281-645-6344 from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. To provide general legal information and information about legal resources to Montgomery County residents. Hey, we're back on Dickens. Whoa, I peaked that one. Dickens Skippy in the morning, 959. Hold on. 10 o'clock on the dot here at Dick and Skippy in the mornings at the sunshiny but cold IR Lone Star Studios in downtown Conroe. It be Friday, last day of early voting, the penultimate day of February in 2020. It is a leap year, so enjoy leap day tomorrow. And then, like, right after that, I think a few days after that, we go right into daylight saving time. So it's boom, boom, boom. And then Super Tuesday on Tuesday. So it won't get dark at 530 anymore? I like that. I hate that. It's one of the things I liked about living in England in wintertime. Like, 4 o'clock, it was nighttime. It was great. That's horrible. Nah, it was great. It was cold. There was snow and stuff. I mean, I miss winters. Is that when you were beating people up with your knuckles? <laughs> yeah, to show them, this is January. <laughs> See this invention in here right here? I'd be like the phantom with, you know, a date on the, my ring here. 31 days. Oh, is, that the, is that really what it is? I thought it was a skull. Yeah, he had a skull ring, but it's okay. like, you know, whenever he'd clock someone to leave the mark of the phantom, okay. well, the mark of the skippy would be that current date uh, okay. for how many days in that month. <laughs> 28. I like it. Yeah. You're a little. Because I have, some, I have little, rage little, issues. Yeah, you're a little aggressive with it. <laughs> a little Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's move on. We, we yeah, talked, let's move let, on, please. <laughs> we talked a little bit about the early voting and, like, who's on the ticket. Yes. And I know the coronavirus is going around, and I know people Indeed. are. Holly's telling me they're they're doing a lot of uh, her dad works as a nur- uh, ICU nurse in California. And mm-hmm. They're doing a lot of prep work over there. Yeah, well, and here's the thing because it's the, the, being the, the split along political hit. lines already, which I just I truly despise. But yes, by factors of ten, more people die from the, the the quote common flu every year than the coronavirus. However, the coronavirus is more deadly than. The flu. Like, I think, you know, flu deaths is like 0.01% of the population. Right well, now, the was, models for the coronavirus say there's like a 2.5%, which puts it on par with the Spanish flu. Well, Holly was telling me that it, it's susceptible for people my age. Yeah. So younger, for younger people, like, I guess, like, it's like 14 or below, mm-hmm. and then older people. Yeah, like I'm Sean. at a much greater risk of... of Croaking because of it. Yeah. So I've got Purell in my pocket. 
Well, no, like I'm, I'm, I'm more in trouble than you. No. Yeah. No, every every year over uh, every ten years over thirty, it, the the percentage factor goes up. Oh. And I'm 54. Well, let's just throw you in then. Someone, You're right. We got to sacrifice. Well, I am somebody. so I'm Mr. Pure. I'll <laughs> be so. the human sacrifice. So people, wash your hands. Be con- be cautious. It's yeah. It's something to keep we're, an eye out uh, on, but this is not Corona apocalypse. We we're t- we we're chatting about this on the ticket stuff, talking about the uh, well, how much business is Corona getting because it's spelt the same way. Or how much you're gonna lose? Well, that's what I was like. Look at the Google trend. If you look up the Google trend of Corona, it like jumped up in the beginning of February. Like I'm talking like fifteen fold. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny to me. And what uh, are the stocks doing right now? I don't know, but uh, it's just it. That's just kind of. Uh, in a, I guess that's just what do you call it? Are you, are you, are you I'm looking, looking up, up the. I don't know what you're doing. I'm looking up the uh, I, you stock. Know, I, I probably could have because I have a. I don't think Corona is a stock. I think it's a one big company well, the, that owns like the, other. It's Spanish Constellation here. Brands. Uh, so here we go. STZ is the uh, stock abbreviation. So I'm going to go to stocks real quick and look up STZ and just get a sense of STZ. Hang on just one second. Yeah, they're down pretty much 4%. Uh, yeah. Well, it's probably, probably because when you look up Corona, Ameri- There's a bunch of articles talking about Americans avoiding Corona beer. <laughs> Survey finds. That's a New York Post. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember there was a... Uh, They're losing millions. There was a, some kind of chocolate thing back in the early 80s, and it was spelled A-Y-D-S, but it was called AIDS, and it was like a diet thing. And so they would actually have these, run these commercials saying, lose weight with AIDS. And they kept on running it as A-I-D-S AIDS, HIV AIDS, was becoming more aware you know we were more aware of it and that uh, so that thing did not have a chance and you have like movies there was that tim allen movie that was released like the day before 9 11 or something and it was called big trouble and it involved people hijacking a plane and it crashing and so you know you had to they had to yank it sometimes it's just bad timing or bad wording yeah no so, i feel for now corona. corona but here's the thing Cor- coronavirus there are many coronavirus. The common cold is a coronavirus. Okay. You know, so this is... And if I may just direct our attention back to H1N1, bird flu, Asian flu, you know, these are things that we've lived through. Okay, just everyone keep their heads. Wash your hands. Use Purell. Don't well, you're cough going on someone. If I'm going down, you're going... I'm taking you with me. Shoot. We're a team, buddy. I guess so. You're Robin to my Batman. Yeah. I'd rather be Robin. I used to do all the fun <laughs> So you're Robin to my Alfred. <laughs> so I'm more of an Alfred. Much guy rather than... be Robin than Batman. You'd rather be Robin? Yeah, Batman can't do anything fun. I I just cannot get the visual. Like, you're like Robin, Robin out there. Robin now. can get away with anything. He can have, yeah, because he, he can wears have girlfriends. He wears he his can, green tidy greenies. Like he doesn't have his... to worry about anything. Batman always takes care of it. I mean, come on. Okay, you got that. So I don't have to do anything, but I get to have fun. I get to ride in a Batmobile. I yeah, t- I saw, dude, totally. I saw this great meme that I was going to put out over Christmas time. It's where this kid is standing over the body of his parents who have been brutally murdered. He's like, what? You see, you see in the shadows the guy holding the smoking gun. He's like, you killed my parents. Why? And it's like, you know, two days previously, and it's got the kid on Santa's lap, and Can- uh, the kid's saying, I want to be just like Batman. <laughs> so Santa's like, okay, bam, bam, bam. I mean, that's the thing. Whether you got these things, always be yourself unless you can be Batman. Be Batman. It's like, is 
he becomes Batman because his parents are brutally murdered in front of his eyes. Let's pick someone else. Yeah. Robin. Well, his parents died too. Well, in a trapeze depending on accident. which one, depending on which one, there's like three Robins. Oh, so which Robin would you be? Well, Dick. Dick Grayson. Yeah, my parents died. But your parents died, yeah, right? <laughs> but I mean, that's just because our you don't kids. want to be Jason Todd, who ends up getting bludgeoned to death by the Joker. Yeah. I mean, or who's the one that got blown up in the? Wait, one of them gets bludgeoned, and one of them gets like blown up in a bomb thing, where like the people could choose whether Robin lived or died. Don't leave that option open to your readers because they're going to say, let's kill him. And they killed Robin. Yeah, they always choose that, don't they? Would you be the Chris O'Donnell Robin? Oh, totally. I'd be nipping it up. But that means you'd have to share movie time with Alicia Silverstone as oh. Batgirl. Do they like each other in those movies? I, I don't think brother? anyone liked Alicia Silverstone. No, I meant like, were they trying to make like a romantic thing? Yeah, they made her Alfred's daughter. They always or do niece, that. They, they always her. have to do that. Yeah. I don't really get it because that's one thing Marvel movies have been doing recently where like, if the main character, kind of like a, like Doctor Strange, you mm -hmm. know, they had Rachel McAdams in it. And she didn't really do anything. Well, you've got to even. But like you had to make sure people know that he like, like he's interested in. Well, uh, even, yeah, even. somebody um, else. Like I didn't really. Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings. Now, you know, he gave Liv Tyler, you know, Arwen enhanced screen time. Now the relationship was there, but they was like, we need to give her more stuff to do. So she's just not this, you know, gal shows up in two scenes yeah. to, to help her man along. So I can see sometimes you just have to do that. Well, they even they try to put that other woman in there too. They put uh, in the Hobbit movie. Well, yeah, that was a bad. I see with I mean, stupid with Arwen. It worked with whoever. But she wasn't a love interest though. Was like, she? Yeah. yeah, they gave her the 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 faded love. They tried to get Shakespeare and give her a love story with a dwarf. That's right. I'm telling you, it's weird. What's next? Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. That's just weird. When people write those kind of the screenwriters are weird people. They're like, oh, they they gotta have somebody there. I absolutely have to agree with you, and it's funny because I remember this interview with J.K. Rowling, who did the yeah. Harry Potter stuff, because you know she was writing the books at the same time the movies were coming out, and someone asked her, "Did you ever have to?" Because someone else would write the screenplay, and they changed some stuff, and yeah. they said, "Did someone ever write something in front of one of the movies that you told them it couldn't be there?" She said, "Absolutely, yeah." There was one time, and she was very coy about it, but she said someone wrote something about Dumbledore. That I told him it couldn't, you, you know, uh, they had to change it. When, because he... And what happens, eventually it came out that Dumbledore was gay. Okay. And what the screenwriter had done was, in uh, a flashback, given Dumbledore a girlfriend. And it's like, because as you just said, screenwriters, me being one of them, have this tendency like to justify gotta, do this. the, the love to. or the orientation or whatever of their characters by throwing in a relationship when you don't need one. Now, if I may, when I wrote, Bailey's Voice, the screenplay that I just wrote that's being filmed, I had a scene where I made sure it's uh, the, the husband, he's had going through a bad time um, with his wife, and he has some drinks with his best friend who happens to be female, but we had to make sure, I wrote it in the screenplay, and it was very particular, and the director was very good. That Did you put it in bold italics? Yeah, it was basically, now? there was nothing going on between these people. This is a drinking buddy. Actually, she's a re recovering alcoholic, so oh, she's just there for him. But we got a great actress to play it, and they actually conveyed it on the screen that you want to watch the scene and go, oh, my God, he's going to kiss her or something. And it's hard to do. It's easy to say, I you know, they, you they share a look. But to just have where it's two people that just happen to be of opposite genders and orientations. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, it's a problem. <coughs> but I think it's also something that, like, especially with all, all the different ways we consume content, that's the positive side is you're able to tell stories and not – 
be forced to write it in that formula because you you have an option to put it somewhere else where people will play it. Right. Because, I mean, that that's the way they made movies back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a problem anymore, especially if you're trying to make a good, like a, a different film. But then again, there's some things that you have, people are expecting to do, especially if it's based off of a book. Right. So it's like they have to get together somehow. At the end, they end up like kind of like, but again, like Arwen, like they, you know, they end up, but it's like you got to justify their existence there. So you know, the easiest way is to give a romance. So it was tough writing that scene to you know adequately convey these are. They should have just had Gimli uh, get with uh, Legolas. That'd be that would be. Nah, Gimli's too much in love with Galadriel. No, you're Tolkien, man. That's right. Well, I mean, who cares? I think it would have been funny. (laughs) I'm writing this. Three billion Lord of the Rings fans care. That's they can eat it. I don't care. I think their I think their rapport on screen would be funny. You know, the Ishtari are gonna be waiting for you outside and calling on the Nazgul to take you yeah. down. Well, I think the Nazgul and the they're gonna call a Balrog on the Hainese. I, I think those do. I think those dark soldier guys should be getting all over Frodo. I think the I dark see, the Nazgul, uh, the Nazgul people uh, that'd be great. Yeah, dark soldier guys. Can you imagine them kissing? Ugh, it's like sucking. It's kind of like they're sucking your soul. Oh. Okay, I, so we're on a TV thing. They right don't now. have a face, right? Wait, what was their deal? Do they have a face? They were wraiths, so they were like formless kind of. Okay, you know. so they're just kind of misty, like we touch them. Yeah, that's like... where they wear the cloaks to like kind of give them a form. So are they just struggling to be part of our world or something? Is that the whole it thing? Was this aerial? Well, I, well, I meant more of like what existing, what plane are they existing on? Uh, the or the plane of the ring race, which is where when you're enslaved by one of the rings from Sauron, it's like. Because when he puts on the ring, he sees them. Yeah, he goes. And in the so world. that's them. Like that's their physical form. But right. Then in our I, form, in our reality, it's, it's like just hissy creatures. Yeah. But they're like, are they struggling? Is it like hurting them to be in our world? No, no. I don't. Well, even if they did, they'd probably enjoy the pain. To you know, give them purpose. Yeah. I mean. So watched they're, they're Walking slaves. Dead. You know, Walking Dead started back up the other night. Oh great. Well, they have this scene that you just cannot unsee. You know, so. Negan was the bad guy from a few years ago. Yeah. And they've sort of kind of been trying to make him into a, not exactly a good guy, but a reformed criminal. He's like, it's seven years later, and he's done his time in jail. and He, he still looks out for number one. And the current bad guy is this gal named Alpha, who's just a Her mess. name is Alpha? Yeah. She, she runs this group That's called the Whisperers. Right and what the Whisperers do, it's as a rite of passage, they, they kill one of the zombies, and they like cut off the head, and then they take off the skin, and they're where the zombie if you don't, head skin is a mess. If you taste their blood, don't you go crazy? Well, you're already infected. No, you're already infected. Uh, okay. So, you know, you can, it can fall in your mouth as long as you're just not bitten or scratched. So well, if you drink their blood? Well, you're not drinking. Just, well, no, I mean, they cut out the, the mouth thing, but, you know. So, but they have to, and they can walk amongst the zombies as a result because this stuff, it stinks and stuff. And they have this scene where Alpha decides to seduce Negan, but she keeps her mask on her zombie skin mask and they went pretty much full sidle on it you know not frontal but sidle <laughs> and it was you can't because they both also so keep their socks on too are people just bored it's just wrong are because people, they're dirty are, are people just bored well here's the thing like can you imagine in these? this episode like five minutes previously negan had fallen literally fallen into the, the camp cesspool so he's fallen this big old pile of Poo-poo. Toilet. Yeah. You know. And then Poo-poo. two minutes later, she's got him walking out in the woods so she can have him strip, 
and they can have carnal knowledge of each other. And so they're filthy. He smells like poop. He's having to kiss her. She's wearing this hey, zombie skin mask. When you're in the, this when you're in the future apocalypse, you can you never, do whatever you want. Yeah, you can never unsee this. I'm you don't know you. what kind of I'm monster this, you're going to be. I'm taking this to the grave with me, man. It's not going away. That's the last can of Purell. Don't you dare. I can see you going psycho. Uh, yeah, give me that give me that Purell, man. I, I'm a, uh, if I were younger, I'd be Jesse Eisenberg from Zombie Tap. Zombie Land, Zombie Land. Sorry, yeah, I can see you. Yeah, I can see you being a little. Uh, I'm too old for that now. I'd, I'd be caught by the the running zombies, but in my youth, I could have outrun them, and I'd have the Purell and yeah. have the rules. Uh, uh. <laughs> that's pretty funny. No, but I mean, that's just, uh, the movie. I can't believe that show's still on, man. Like it. Here's the thing: it was getting long in the tooth, but then they got a new showrunner named Angela Yang, and she totally's been knocking it out of the park. She yeah, but I mean, like, through. why do you care to watch it? Like, you want? I want to see how it ends. At this point, I want to see how it ends. They're never going to end it. Yeah, they'll have to. I mean, their high point right now is they're they're having a sex scene while being covered in poop and wearing skin, like dead skin. Oh man! But as long as people like me still watch it, yeah. No, they always said that they were. You say she she she's got good she's good writers. Is this what you're talking about? I'm telling you what, you can't tear your eyes away, which makes it a good scene. You can't not watch it. I mean, it's not like it was the Human Centipede, which I too watched. I mean, that was all right. I like how they made it in black and white, probably because they didn't want to spend... Is it black and white? No. The second one's in black and white. Okay, I didn't... I, I, I only needed the first one to know yeah. all I needed to know. Yeah, the second one's real weird. <laughs> Isn't it like where they have one of the surviving... They have the actress from the first movie, like the actual... Yeah, because the guy... Hi, I was in a movie like called this, Human Centipede, and this guy kidnaps her to... This guy was a fan do of it. it for real. wanted to do it for real. Okay. So they're going meta, are they? Yeah, I mean, you know, I well, that's what's so surprising to me because, like, for example, Invisible Man came out, and no, okay, that's been on my Facebook feed like these yeah, little two it cost second seven scenes. million dollars, seven, seven. That's nice. Yeah, it's about time. And I'm thinking, well, I'm thinking to myself, they have some pretty big actors in it, and the special effects seemed all right. I was like, how's that movie costing seven million dollars? Like, let me double check, make sure it's seven, not seventy. Yeah. But, but even so, I mean, with a hundred million is just like. The normal nowadays. Budget's nine, nine million. I'll take it. That's wonderful. But but it has that lady from the uh, uh what's it? it's what's her name? The handmaid's tale. Handmaid's tale West Wing, I'm uh, thinking Elizabeth they, they made it and Moss. They, everyone involved gets points. Yeah. Because this movie has been it's being talked about for some stupid reason. Like I don't it's so strange to, okay, this is one thing I had we were talking about on Ticket Sub, and I would love uh, to get your insight on this. So, did you ever see Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon? Yes, I did. So, and I then, saw Kevin Bacon's Winky. I know this is an H.G. Wells thing, right? Yeah. So, the the original concept. Did because every time they do a storyline like this, why does the first thing the person who comes invisible become a pervert? Uh, right, and that's and it's like, the easy route to do. Well, no, and I was like, and I don't remember Hollow Man too well, too much, but uh, did, same thing. Did the drugs and stuff make him go crazy? Or was he just crazy beforehand, and now that he has this ability to be invisible? It's more of the latter. Like, I, I can't crazy. remember. I can't remember a drug thing, but I remember just you know the whole power corrupting and you being invisible. I mean, that gives you the I, sense of power. But I don't believe that. See, this is why I don't track with that because these movies stay true to the conceit that your clothes don't go invisible with you, so you got to go naked. Yeah. And the thing with that is that that really makes you exposed and vulnerable. So it's hard to be pure evil. When you're 
yeah. reaction is to be covering yourself up even though no one can see you. So well, it I mean, doesn't first, psychologically first thing I would do, I would move to a coat, like to uh, the West Coast. Because, Where it never snows and lands yeah, on you? Yeah, well, like, it's just, it's warm and it's nice there all the time. And then even if you get caught, can you people, get a, I if people you can get are a naked sunburn. anyway. People are naked all the time over there. Yeah, can you get a sunburn? Oh, dude. So, yeah, see, this is good thinking. This is why I, I, I was kind of like, man, why does everyone always become a pervert when they're invisible? Mm-hmm. Cause, and then I have to agree with you on that. That's <clears throat> that's not a trope anymore. It's a cliche. Yeah, I, I that would be the first thing I do, and then I wouldn't try to beat people up and kill people. But apparently, in this movie, that's what. <laughs> apparently, it's a Me Too movie. That's, oh, that's what that's what they're saying. Like it gets a woman empowering kind of thing. I mean, cool. I mean, if you survive an invisible person attacking you, I guess that's pretty. Well, cool. I mean, the the underlying theme for it is that. Essentially, these perverts, the Weinsteins of the world, are invisible to the sense that they hide in plain sight. Okay. You, you know, does well, that I mean, make sense? Uh, yeah, I guess. So, and, and what would you try to get away be... with? Like, because now you're invisible, you're kind of stuck in that world. But, like, say you're fully clothed, and you're like, "Hey, I'm, you know, I'm doing Sean, I'm Sean." But then you're like, you know what? On Friday nights, I'm no. Could I go Sean. invisible? Yeah, I could go invisible at will. But no, well, you're invisible. Like what we were just chatting about. Like you have to wear clothes. It's the only way. Am I always invisible? Yes. So I, no one will ever see my face again. No one will ever see your face again. Well, I mean, you can do the whole. Uh, I'd have to do a radio show then. You can, you can do the what was that blind movie where they're like touching each other's faces and they're just. It's every blind movie. That's true. Um, but yeah, so there you go. So what would you do? Like you, it'd take you a couple of weeks to be like, oh, I'm gonna go. Do well, there's no point stealing stuff like uh, robbing a bank because they can see you, like the money. <clears throat> they can see. Well, not only that. <clears throat> you know, excuse me. What but you should do is you get. What paid. am I gonna spend it on? I I can't live in my house. No, you call the special effects people and be like, I can make things float. Well, spray. I'd do like the you know the spray tan stuff to put it on. I'd get paid for my special effects. Yeah, I don't. I think being invisible has got to be one of the most useless superpowers known to yeah. mankind. Well, I mean, you could be a good uh, spy. How would I report in? You just walk into a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. What you do is you just be a pervert. <laughs> that's your best. <laughs> that's all you can do. That's why they write walk these movies. around naked. We figured it out. And, you know, we figured it out. That's got to be it. All you can do is walk around naked and grab people. <laughs> Inappropriately, because literally that's all you can <laughs> see. Only benefit to being oh, full time invisible. That's now, true. If I could go back and forth, oh yeah, I, I'd go dark side. Not not against you know, I mean, I not bet, me too I bet, stuff. But I, I bet I'd rob a do, bank or two. You could do stuff. I mean, it'd be easier to get away with certain things. It's like why is it that every time there's an immortal, they end up being richer than God because they have these fortunes? It's like I'm 54. I could be 354 years old. I could be 554 right now. I'd still be as broke as I am. You're just not really good with money. I'm not good with money. But in the movies, if you're more than 200 years old, you must be. Well, usually what happens in those movies is they, they befriend somebody, and then that person gives them their money. Like, they always befriend the king or, like, the prince or whatever, and it's like a... But again, how would I... Let's say I were immortal no, right No, they now. always somehow know... Famous people, because when I do flashbacks, it's like, oh, did you know this person fought for Napoleon? During, okay, you know? I met Slim Pickens when I was six years old. I think that's the grand total of my celebrity yeah. s- status. Or or Tim Matheson. There you go. 
which put me two degrees from Kevin Bacon. I'm saying in my 50-plus years of living, I've met precious few but they're, I'm talking about celebrities, more, let alone I'm not talking about celebrities. I'm talking about people who, like, that's what I'm that, saying. give you money. It does, just because you're mortal doesn't give you magic that's what, backstage well, that's access. That's why I love the Highlander, the TV show, because McLeod always somehow managed to know really famous well, people. Well, it's like people who like to do the, 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 the hypnotic regression to see who they were in a previous life. It's like, oh, I was Napoleon. I was Joan of Arc. I'd be Bob the janitor from, you know, I'd be swabbing the below decks on the Santa Maria. Uh, yeah. That would be me. Everyone's famous when they when they go back, you know, the, the hypnotic regression. I think what I would prefer is like to be living in a drastically different place. That's the only thing I would hope for. Mm-hmm. Like live in the cold. Because it's different. Yeah. yeah. Would you live in the cold? Oh yeah. I, I'm a I'm not a beach guy. I was listening to a thing about Harrison Ford and how he decided to uh become an actor he was married at the time and he said uh, he said I, I really just wanted to move because i was tired of the cold because i think he was from chicago or something mm-hmm. like that and uh he flipped a coin to go east or west because you either go to new york or you go to la and he said they they together flipped a coin and it said they're going east and then he goes well, let's do best two out of three because that's cold there too so and then he they went west and now harrison ford is uh there you go is an actor yes, there he is they're doing Indiana Jones five. I just I I can't. Raiders of the Lost. Geritol. I'm, I'm totally down, man. Nah. Crystal School was so good. Oh yeah, I love how a, an Amana refrigerator can withstand an atomic blast. Hey, there's aliens in it, man. Anything can happen. <laughs> so, listener Dennis has a good point. Uh, he asks if dirt shows if you're invisible. Do you need deodorant? What the world does not know is that Dennis actually has been invisible for the last thirty years. It's that patina of. <laughs> Dirt and dust and grime on him. He's been sleeping outside. That that allows us to see him. Well, I mean, like, I guess you could get away with certain things, but it also like your day to day life would everyone be creeped out by you unless you? Uh, it's like, how would I make money? Yeah, no, I'm telling you, buy your tricks because you could do some interesting. Like, hey, you want to see this cup float? Who would believe it? They'd say, you know, the movie people. They're like, we in this scene, we need this cup to float. Let's hire Sean. We don't have to pay a special effects guy. And then what's great about it is okay, everyone so around you. Okay, so instead of spending you, 38 cents on, you know, string to, you know, move I'm the I'm telling cup, you. That's how you just make Let's pay well, Sean. My favorite, my favorite thing about this is, like, when you are invisible, people but who But to are, get paid, you need a driver. Pe- you need a photo ID. They know who you are, man. Don't worry that about it. That is a photo ID. How can... I, I can't know. vote. I can't get a job. All I can do... All I'll be able to do is, like... Grab people inappropriate. Well, so again, that's great about it is you're hanging out and like, hey, I'm invisible. Everyone knows you're naked. Like that would weird me out. Like if we're hanging out and be like, hey guys, I'm in the room, just to let you know. And I'm like, dude, you're butt naked. Don't sit na- on the sofa. Yeah, like, are you butt naked right now? Don't rub your junk on well, my. That's all the way I can be invisible. Seat, yeah. Oh, I just bumped. Oh, I just bumped into you. Oh, golly. <laughs> That creepy feeling is like when you accidentally, your dog's kissing you and you accidentally open your mouth oh, and you get the inside man. kiss. Can you that imagine someone feeling? walking in on you in the, in the bathroom stall and they're like, oh my God, Occupy! it's floating poo. They're <laughs> just screaming out. Someone's starting to sit down, Occupy! Occupy! Oh man, no, you're like, you're at the urinal and you're just sitting there and like all of a sudden you see pee. You're like, what's going on over there? Yeah, is it like, is if it's still attached to your body... Does it? I don't know. That's count? a good question. So it's like this magic stream that's yeah. Well, like if you cut your fingernails, are your fingernails invisible? Yeah, because once they're no longer part of your body, stuff? yeah. 
I wonder how that works. I don't know. We gotta ask H.G. Wells. He's still around, right? Yes. Yeah. He built a time machine. He's right? immortal. Yeah. That's how. He yeah. built a time machine. Yeah. That's a good. I mean, just a pervert. That's the only thing you could do. I like that a lot. Yeah. Let's put it out there for for all uh, three of you who are listening right now. If you had a superpower, like useless superpower, but like a real one. Um. If that makes sense, a, a real superpower, but it's pretty useless in practical places. I say being invisible. There's literally nothing you can get done. You can't. What get was paid. that movie? I think it. I want to say it was Deadpool, but like he had a superpower of uh, reading people's minds. Uh, what movie was it? It was the the heroes or the the boys. The boys. Okay. Remember that one guy who he could read. Uh, he could read people's thoughts or something like that, but it drove. Him crazy. Yeah, there's, there's again, if you can't well, turn it, it off, if you if, you know, if you can't control hearing people's thoughts, that that's pretty much out there too. Although I love the, their version of Aquaman and the boys. Oh yeah, They're talking the dolphin, he accidentally kills the dolphin. <laughs> that was beautiful. And then he like makes love to them or something like that. Well, there's there's love in his eyes. That's weird. It's kind of weird. But uh, yeah, I think being invisible would be pretty much useless. So, okay, invisible. So for you, what would be the real superpower, but in just practical cases it would be, it wouldn't work? I don't really know because, I mean, I'm thinking of, like, are you, like, mutations kind of thing? Yeah, it can be anything from, you know, Spider-Man to an X-Man. I don't really know. Here's the thing. For instance, Green Arrow okay. is so good with bows and arrows. Yeah, he's like a if, But that means he has to have a bad guy. Otherwise, he'd just be a guy who would be shooting at Saddle River Range every Well, he'd be one in the Olympics. That's yeah, what that's what I'm saying. Exactly. What he'd be doing. It, it was, yeah. you, you know, so to be a hero, to be dependent on, my existence depends on having somebody to fight. Yeah. So why don't they just sit down and talk with each other? Why doesn't Green Arrow sit, sit down with his nemesis and say, hey, guys, that's his, look, That's the true superpower. Yeah. To be able to talk someone off the ledge, hey man, come on, that's, that'd be so stupid. Why, uh, why, 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 why we got to be hating on each other? Let's just put down the bow and arrow. You put down your your yellow ring of power and have a beer, know. talk really it out, suck it out, bring it in. That's a good question. Would it be really useless? I don't really know. Well, what's something that we did in the eighteen hundreds that we don't do anything today? That, Ooh, that Cyclops is laser eyes. That was from Brett. Yeah, but you could probably convert that into power or something. Well, it is, but the whole, remember the whole this whole thing. He couldn't control it, so he has to wear ruby quartz. Yeah, but like, like the construction company would hire you and be like, "Hey, man, can you destroy this mountain?" Well, they for tried me? that. It's that building in Dallas that this can't. I saw that when I because I went up to Dallas last week, and I was driving on the expressway and I saw this building that had been like half demolished but leaning. I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And then I found out they're calling it the Leaning Power Tower of uh, Dallas. That they tried to bring it down, you know, the construction crew, but they screwed up, and the central core of the building, like the elevator shaft, didn't break. So it's just. So they've been they've been hitting it with wrecker balls and everything, trying to bring this thing down. It won't come down. Yeah, there you go. It's funny. No, I can see that. I can see that. You just destroy stuff. You get you get paid to destroy stuff. There you go. Like Juggernaut is another one. Yeah, just get paid. just once you're in motion, you can't stop. Oof, that's got suck. I mean, you can stop. But what I'm saying is, you know, what the second you get, you can bust through a wall or something. But how many walls do you really need to bust through in life? I've made it this long without having to bust through a, a single yeah, wall. Yeah, you just be a destruction, dude. No. Yeah. Like, hey. So construction, so useless superpowers would really benefit the construction industry. 
you know, there's a, a short story, I think, or a movie out now. It's like Code 9 or something like that, and it's about that. What superheroes? Yeah, it's like people. Workers? Yeah, people with uh, special abilities are real, but they can't be like the the world doesn't know how to integrate them into their society, so they're like being basically they're being tagged and bagged in a sense. No, like the X Men for all these years. Yeah, but like the uh, the short stories, them being like a, a, of course they're illegals, the illegal construction crew. Like one of them has ability to flame, so he's welding, mm-hmm. and then another one has super strength, so they're moving all the wood. But they're like, they're illegal workers, you know. There we go. So I've got a couple of responses coming back. Uh, Dennis says a useless superpower would be to have a tongue that stretches. Uh, Dennis, I can think of many uses for yeah. a tongue that stretches. Well, I mean, the, the, not the least of which is getting that last ice cube from the bottom of the glass that doesn't want to come down no matter how hard you hit the bottom. Just snake that yeah, tongue out true. and get it. I mean, there it, might be one or two other reasons. People would be so grossed out by you, too. It's like, hey, you want to see this cool trick? Well, did yeah. you see the movie Earth Girls Are Easy? Yes. Where he does that and all the girls, he's mine. No, he's mine. Well, I mean, that's if you're hanging out in a, a certain club and you do it. But I'm there talking like... That'd be just be gross. Just every day. I don't think I don't really know. It would be really useless. Let's see. I guess like wasn't there an X Files episode where somebody like what happens goes invisible and the first thing that happens is they get hit by a car. Like what a useless one would be like you see radio waves. Okay, I get that. Yeah, like yeah, the ability to see radio waves Mm -hmm. and that'd be kind of useless, right? I get that. No, that's that that's a good one. All right, there you go. But yeah, yeah, there was like, I think they had an episode of the X Files, one of their funny episodes, where there's a genie and some guy wishes to be invisible. She's like, okay, you're invisible. Yeah, the carpet. Is the carpet. Is that what that was? And then he just walks out in the street. Yeah, you unroll the carpet. He gets hit by a car and no one can, he's like, I hit something, but I don't know where it is. So you can imagine for the next week, just people like running over this carcass over and over. Because isn't it Mulder that one that gets the wishes? I can't remember. And he doesn't want to do the last one. Or something like that. I forget. I got to watch it again. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, radio waves. I can see that being useless. Okay, there you go. That's me. Okay. Or be a good politician. That'd be a good one, right? It would be. So it's 1032 on the dot. Shall we wrap up the day? How you uh, feel? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm really sore. I'm tired. Hey, wussy. I'm, so I'm, you you did some manual labor. Tell, tell us what you did again. Oh, my dad just needed some quick help, and it turned into, like, a five-hour deal. So I'm just really sore today. And then I bolt, so that probably was really what set me over the my whole body. Like I could go to sleep right now; it'd be like a very peaceful. Okay, well, be sure to vote first. Yeah, I know it's not that far. I you, you want me to? You want me to piggyback you over I there? Walk. Okay. I'm, I'll get over it. Uh, okay. I had some con. I had some bean punk coffee. I'm yeah, me too. Thank you so much, Bean Punk, for this good. delicious coffee. And we had our working tacos today, so we're ready to face the day. Everyone, thanks for listening in today. We appreciate it. It's a fun Friday. I'm really looking forward heck to having uh, Jay Silverberg in next week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's always a great conversation with Jay. Love Jay. He's I got a lot good. of questions. I got a lot of you got some questions? Questions, yeah. Cool. So. Now, since, which makes sense that he's running unopposed in the primary because he's showing up the day after. Um, well, Super s- Tuesday, ce- but no, little that, celebratory lap. But again, <laughs> there's that. But that also, I think, speaks to his character who, that I'm a fan of because is he's not coming on the show just to pimp for votes. He's here to talk and yeah. and, and let the and so it's like I'm not. He's not getting any immediate. Because what? Hey, voting will, will we know on Tuesday if Bernie Sanders is going to be on the Democratic? Is this is that what you're telling? That- we're supposed to by Wednesday by Wednesday morning, unless there's not a lawsuit filed or something. Someone's like the, the Gore Bush thing. Um, we'll know. 
the hanging Chad situation made oh, it all the way to the oh, Supreme Court. The actual yeah. election, not the primary. Yeah, but you know, we could have you know. Because I mean, because I was wondering about this, and I know we're trying to get out of here, but like, there, I don't have any hot the, dates. The two political parties can just choose whoever they want, right? Like they, it all gets down to the convention. Here's the thing: this is my right? sense. If the convention, when's the convention? Oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I, I'm sorry. I started saying something, and I went totally backwards in my head. Forget what I just said but about like, the convention. Hypothetically, hypothetically say, this is say a question I'm the I puppet have. master of the RNC or DNC, and I'm sitting there going, you know what? I don't like these A, B, C, D people, but I really like E. So screw all your votes. E is going to be my Here's R. my question. You know what I'm talking about? Like, is that how it works? Could I just – could they just be like so, – Now, if the – as much as the convention's in July – is that where the nominee is officially chosen to by the party? Because here's my take. This is where I think I may be getting it backwards. So uh, this is actually a question I have. Between the before the generals, the convention. So let's say hypothetically, Bernie Sanders wins Super Tuesday. So he's okay. like the presumptive nominee, but he is not the official nominee until he is nominated by the DNC at the um, conference in. July. So, let's say Bernie Sanders just, you know, gets all the votes in the world, and he's like, you know, 80, he's got 80% of the vote. He's the presumptive nominee. But this is where the super PACs come in and say, we don't want this. We don't, you know, the DNC could be saying, we don't think America's ready to vote in a socialist. If Bernie Sanders <laughs> runs against Trump, he's... I thought he was a communist. Well, he's a... Or social democrat. Or social. Tell me the difference. Someone no tell one me. said fascist yet, though. Is that because we, everyone kind of knows what a fascist well, is? Well, because magically... Well, I'm not going to go down that route. Does that make old. sense to you? Because I feel like a lot of these words are thrown out because it confuses people. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, he's probably really that. Now he's this. Now he's that. But if you can't say fascist, Well, right. Bernie Sanders is a self-described democratic socialist. I, And I'm not being glib. Please, someone tell me the difference between a socialist and a democratic socialist. I'd love to hear it. The difference. I think the scariest thing I saw, I was reading his website, uh, was he was talking about larger corporations giving percentage back to the workers. And it's like a mandatory thing. Mm -hmm. Basically saying that like they, they get stock and stuff in the company. They get to own 10% or up to 20%. Okay. And that was like a mandatory. Well, the problem is when you when you overtax any kind of entity, well, like it's not when, a tax. It's saying if, that, uh, like, if you're a. But I mean, or me target something really for weird. a revenue stream. For instance, when cigarettes were, we're going to raise taxes on cigarettes, and that way we'll get this much money based on current sales. And no you don't take into account attrition. That okay, you tax out of existence, so you actually get less money Except, coming in. Except uh, Sean, we know you got that. Uh, I quit smoking when it went went too high. But that was the joke with my grandfather. They got, they quit smoking back in the fifties when the insurance people were like, "Your insurance is gonna go up." And he was like, "Okay." We'll, okay, we'll so quit. yeah, I'm kind of catching up on the notes here. So let's say Bernie Sanders wins Super Tuesday to basically say he's the presumptive nominee, but the DNC may say we don't think America's ready. We need another representative of our party yeah. for, to so run against could. Trump. So they could so hypothetically be like, "Yeah, screw you." Yeah, you know, we, give us enough money. Which will, which will be interesting to see. I think that's what's so funny to me about the, the political game at that scale is you get all these people who want to make a movement, but then at the end of the day, one out of nine gets chosen. So the eight people who raised all that money that you donated to, who gets that money? The party. 
Mm-hmm. And to me, that's wild. That's wild. I mean, like, I feel like that's just. I believe, can't you keep it in your war chest for a subsequent I don't election? know. And I, and that, but no, I think at that level, I imagine that DNC or RNC is like, no, bro, we're absorbing you. Work it over. We're absorbing you. And, uh, and I can, I mean, that kind of would bother me a little bit as a donor because it's like, especially with how divided uh, the Democratic nominees are in the sense of they're the people who care mm-hmm. about it because, you know, that one person who really likes Bernie Sanders definitely doesn't like Biden or something like that. So, but it's funny to me. Yeah, we, we become very sectionalized. Well, it's funny to me thinking you're donating this money to this man or girl, and then it's like, but. It's going to go to their mortal it's gonna, enemy. It's literally eventually. probably going to go to somebody else. It could. And that's funny to me. And uh, so basically people don't don't donate. Just do, do canvas and stuff for them, but don't give them money. They don't need it. Right. Well, Bloomberg's shown that you can't buy your way. You can buy your way into a debate. Do. You can't buy yourself a presidency. Over I, I'm telling you, I'm getting, and again, much like me in the, my student government days, now I know how obnoxious I was because I'm all these Bloomberg ads well, that any, are hitting any me. Any website you go to, you're getting hit. Yeah. Oh, you, every YouTube uh, ad, Facebook, commercial. I'm my Bloomberg commercial. and I approve this message. Well, you got to say that nowadays. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, would he not? Oh, because you can, like, just wait. I didn't, you know. Well, could, couldn't you say, make up a, get a person to uh, impersonate him? Like, I might blue burn, I don't approve of That's why you, the rest of it at the bottom you have yeah, to have. Yeah, I could say. Who I, supplied the commercial? Who the treasurer Yeah, is. I just say I don't approve it. Like, fake people out. Well, the, well people will go, what is, they'll say, oh, I didn't come out that ad. Then you find out who signed the it check. It literally says, I did not, you know, like, I don't approve it on, on the ad. But it's still satire. Then you can't. You can't do a satirical can't do that? political. Are you ad. serious? No. Why not? That's why Nunes really screwed up when he I did always... the whole. Oh, I'm just making a joke about you know saying that Donald the, the whole Donald Trump and uh, uh, the, the the call with the Ukraine call where he came up with this you, narrative. Was that what Nunes was it? You talking about? Oh, uh, Schiff. Schiff? No, 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 Schiff. I'm sorry, I said Nunes. Adam Schiff, and then he's like, "Well, I'm just kind of showing you know I kind of I was I was being satirical. It's like you were." In a congressional subcommittee, you can't be satirical there. Everything you say is on the record. Well, didn't he do it in front of? Yeah. In, yeah. So, and so he's telling people, and Trump said this, and people are like, no, he didn't. Oh, well, well, yeah, I'm just being satirical. You can't do that. Well, I meant, like, because I was always imagining people who have a lot of money that, that have so much money they don't know what to do with. Like, I would just screw with people. Like, I would make an ad for, for Subway, but it's not called Subway. But mm-hmm. say like we give free footlongs every Wednesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like it, it's it looks like Subway, so if you're not paying attention to it, you're like, oh, free footlongs at Subway, I've like pro- Subway, oh. yeah. yeah. And here's the thing: there you are open to getting sued by the entity and being busted by the FTC, Fair Trade Man. Commission. Well, now the internet's fair game, right? It's the wild west. You can just make <laughs> stuff up. You can, fake news is already a thing. Can there not be fake ads? Sure, but when, if you get caught, don't go crying home to mama. I'm mean, saying, oh, I was just being satirical. Well, Don't no, hold up well, the severed head of a president saying, I'm just a comedian. That? Like, they do the pharmacy ads and it's like, this commercial, I don't know, I'll pay for it. It's a big old joke. Well, that's why you see, like, the Babylon Bee and the Onion stuff they're having, you know, they're getting busted. They're having to say, we're a satire site. Well, you didn't say you were satire, even though, you know, it's a fine line. There are people who believe well, anywhere you get offended by anything. Yeah. Who, how do you think the Onion makes money? You clicks selling ads. You think so? They yeah. make that much money. You go to the website; they're actually ads they, there. their videos and stuff have good production. They I'm do. Thinking, like those actors got paid. They're funny. Mm-hmm. 
So clearly they're making money from somewhere. I love the onion and I is love it Babylon B. Huh? Is it a nonprofit? I doubt it. I don't see why not. Why uh, to have a nonprofit organization, you have to fall under certain categories: have education a or something. Yeah, community community building or education are the two big ones. Fair enough. So okay. Yeah. Well, it's good to see you, man. Good to see We're you. We're out of here, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Dick and Skippy in the mornings. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, that's when uh, March starts. So we'll be around. So see you Monday. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to Dick and Skippy in the mornings. <laughs>